Is getting your CPAP supplies a real pain? It doesn't have to be that way. Hi, I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers, and we are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Our streamlined process makes getting your CPAP as easy as one, two, three, and we ship anywhere in the state. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. Raleigh's popular convention center and Red Hat Amphitheater are getting a makeover. We'll show you the upgrades coming and who's paying for it. And an overnight fire in Fayetteville, still burning and not expected to stop anytime soon. What's making the fire harder to put out? Then, new today, seven horses are rescued from a local home. What officials are saying about the investigation? The tropics are lighting up. I'm tracking five systems right now. See which ones will impact land. Now at 7, a new outdoor concert venue, an indoor sports arena, and a bigger convention center are all coming to Wake County thanks to the taxes tourists pay when they visit. Good evening and thanks for joining us. I'm Ashley Rowe. And I'm Dan Haggerty. We've told you about the plan to use the hospitality tax to pay for $300 million worth of upgrades at PNC Arena. But even more money will go to these other projects. WRO's Matt Tallhelm shows us how the county is spending tourist dollars to make this a destination for even more visitors. That money comes from the taxes collected on hotel rooms or restaurant meals. The city and county now have both approved a plan on how to spend that money over the next few years. Big changes are coming to these blocks surrounding the Raleigh Convention Center. We have a lot of events to have outgrown us who won't be able to stay if we don't come up with some new solutions. Uh, who we can't attract because we can't fit, and all of this is about to be solved with an expansion. The convention center will double in size, expanding to cover two blocks on both sides of South McDowell Street. Red Hat Amphitheater will rebuild next to its current location. This is what the new outdoor concert venue could look like. The city-owned amphitheater opened in 2010 at a cost of $2.5 million. Now, $32 million from the hospitality tax will help pay to relocate Red Hat. $355 million will go toward the convention center expansion. There's $75 million for a new hotel in downtown Raleigh to accommodate those bigger conventions. They together make an incredible tourism package for Raleigh. They bring a lot of business into town. Another $75 million is dedicated to a new indoor sports complex in Cary. The center is part of the redevelopment of South Hills Mall. It will include multi-purpose courts and a 4,000-seat arena that can host e-sports tournaments. In addition to Cary, it just has regional significance. And when finished, there will not be another uh, facility like this built in the country. These hospitality tax dollars will help pay for projects that make Wake County a destination for even more visitors and their dollars. By enhancing our facilities here, we're bringing more money into the state, more money into the county, uh, and more attention and greater vibrancy and greater opportunities for everyone. The convention center expects to get the final designs together this fall. The plan would be to move the Red Hat Amphitheater during a winter time. That way, you avoid losing out on a summer concert season. Matt Tallhelm, WRAL News, Raleigh.
the growth is, is pretty amazing, isn't it? The spending plan also includes an extra $15.5 million for community projects. All 12 municipalities in Wake County can apply to get some of that money for smaller tourism projects. I'm Mark Boyle in the WREL Live Center. Dan, let's talk more about some of the development plans right now up to Rockingham County. Take a look at this video. A public meeting happening right now. There are hundreds of people, these folks right here, pouring into this county commission meeting there. The vote on a developer's request to rezone 192 acres for a possible casino is the topic of conversation this evening, drawing opinions and strong ones from both sides. As you can imagine, that public hearing started about an hour ago. Rockingham County leaders expecting, get this number, more than 700 people to show up. Julian Grace is there. He's telling us there are currently six overflow rooms. So the county is going to vote on this, on this rezoning conversation. There will be plenty of reaction from both sides. We'll have that story covered. We have a crew there, as mentioned. Much more on that story and the decisions possibly made tonight on Fox 50 at 10 and WREL News at 11 o'clock. But it's not often they're using six overflow yeah. rooms. A, a lot, lot of interest. Absolutely. We do have some breaking news for you. A story WREL has looked into for days now. Cumberland County Animal Services confirms it's investigating possible animal abuse in Fayetteville. Today, seven horses were removed from a property during this investigation. WRL's Chris Lovingood has been on this story since he first obtained a video of the alleged abuse. Joining us now in studio, Chris. Well, actually, Dan, viewers have called WRL and they reached out to me directly for days. And after obtaining and vetting a video, you, the viewer, might find disturbing. In today's update in the investigation, we can finally share what we learned. This is the video that sparked it all. The video shows horses at Wits End Quarter Horses on Enniskillen Road in Fayetteville. At one point, you see one young horse being sprayed, among other places, in the face while on the ground. The same video shows the horse falling to the ground. A different recording shows the horse being dragged several times. The horse is lying there as this happens. And in a different video, you can see the young horse flail around while on the ground. Finally, a separate recording sees the young horse flail again and is pulled. The horses are now being evaluated by a veterinarian, and the Cumberland County Sheriff's Office is investigating whether there was animal cruelty. WREL has reached out to Wits and Quarter Horses about this story. No one has commented about the horses being removed, but someone with the company told us earlier, in part, quote, I have no reason to speak our side of the story to you guys. We have nothing to hide, and the truth will come to light and make everyone online look like idiots. Now, the investigation is ongoing, plus a veterinarian has a finding that will be considered in determining whether charges should be filed next. And actually, real quick, just for our viewers who have actually reached out to us for this story, we got your messages, we received your calls, we received your Facebook messages, but we have to make sure that we dot our I's, cross our T's, and do our homework before we presented this story forward. Absolutely, that's our job. That video is really hard to watch. Chris, thank you. Let's take a look at the tropics now. Really starting to look busy out there. Kat Campbell uh, joining us in the WRL Severe Weather Center. We went from having no named storms to this behind us, the potential of four or five. Yeah, we've got a lot that we're watching right now. And there's really two, you know, we've got a map full of these storms, but there's two that you need to pay attention to at this point. Tropical Depression number nine, which is headed for the Gulf of Mexico, and Franklin also set to impact parts of the Caribbean. Gert and Emily, not threats, and the worst of Hillary already over at this point. Let's zoom in on Tropical Depression number nine. Corpus Christi, Texas, under tropical storm warnings right now. It is set to make landfall tomorrow morning as a tropical storm. It would likely... Uh, be our it would be our 
H name storm, which is Harold. So Tropical Storm Harold would be the name when it makes landfall tomorrow morning. We also have Tropical Storm Franklin, which could actually strengthen into a hurricane. Here in North Carolina, we always pay extra close attention to the F name storms. It should impact Hispaniola, bring some heavy rain to Puerto Rico as it continues to move to the north into weaker steering currents. We'll keep an eye on it, but at this point, it doesn't look like a major threat to any kind of U.S. soil, at least in the mainland. Post-tropical cyclone Hillary dumped more than 10 inches of rain in parts of California. Even Beverly Hills seeing about five inches of rain from this system. Luckily, the worst is over, but they still have a lot of cleanup to do. I'll outline the next system that has a high chance of developing coming up. We'll check in with you. Thanks, Kat. A large fire has been burning since last night in Fayetteville. Will likely burn for days. Take a look at just how huge this is. We're told a pile of logging timbers caused the fire overnight. The fire is preventing travel along Shaw Mill Road and the, at the Mahari Drive intersection close to Rose Hill Road. The flames can be seen for miles. Because the fire is so large, crews can't battle the fire like they normally would. The state forest service says a nearby canal should help with containment. It's not um, asphalt, there's a lot of soft sand, so getting our units, getting water to it, stuff like that. And also, the amount of heat it's putting off, it's just, you just can't get on top of it. Today, the NC Forestry Service started helping in these efforts. Helicopters flew over the fire, dropping water in spots that fire crews could not get to, as you see here. Dove says the smoke may affect sensitive groups like people with asthma or the elderly. One person is dead after a gas tank explosion on a farm in Nash County. Video here from WIL Sky 5 over the scene today. It happened just before noon at a tobacco farm on Red Bud Road in Castalia. We're told the victim was filling the tank when the explosion happened. Quick update for you. In the last 10 minutes, three out of the four lanes of I-85 southbound in Durham have now reopened after a crash there. Video from Sky 5, I-85 shut down between 15501 and Coal Mill Road. This was about for uh, half an hour earlier today. Police tell us two cars were involved in the crash. You see them cleaning up there. One driver was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. We're working to learn more about the cause of this crash. For the first time since the Supreme Court ruled on affirmative action, you students are back in class. And coming up, WRL heard from students about the importance of diversity on campus. Plus. It'll be tremendous because it's going to help me financially. The delay in Medicaid expansion across North Carolina is affecting hundreds of thousands of people. After the break, we speak with a child care provider about the stress of not having stable health care. Back to school is here. UN students return to class today. And as you probably recall, one of the biggest stories of the year, the school was at the center of the affirmative action lawsuit, which the Supreme Court ruled on in June, overturning a decision which said race could be used as a factor for admissions. Now, it can't be. Every student WRL's Ali Ingersoll talked with mentioned the importance of diversity on campus. She's in Chapel Hill looking at the demographics of the class of 2027. A wave of Carolina blue sweeps through the streets around the Chapel Hill campus. These new Tar Heels have had a few days to settle in now. Got to meet tons of new people, hanging out with my sweet mates. So, yeah, it's been great. I'm a little nervous, you know, going to be lost a little bit, but, you know, that's why we make time to, you know, get to, get to class. Each student comes to campus with a different story, a different reason why they decided to make UNC their home for the next four years. It's a great campus and, like, 
it's a great school to come to for business. It's just always kind of been like my dream school. Really it was the area and a lot of like networking opportunities here as well as the diversity. Jada Turner is from Williamsburg, Virginia and says she always thought she'd go to a HBCU, but that changed after visiting this campus. You can see it, and that speaks a lot. Data from UNC admissions shows that traditionally three out of every five students in the incoming class are white. That compares to nearly 90% of the student body being white back in 1980. This year's freshmen also hail from 93 counties in North Carolina and 49 states across the country. About one out of every five will be a first-generation college graduate in 2027. But let's not get ahead of ourselves just yet. These four years will fly by for these heels and they're excited but a little nervous to get started. I'm in a place where I feel like the, our black community is really tight-knit, really strong, so I'm excited to just get to know new people and, you know, thrive. In Chapel Hill, Ellie Ingersoll, WRL News. I'm Mark Boyle on the Live Center. Now back to Maui. President Biden just wrapping up speaking to uh, state lawmakers there, residents after touring some of the damage there after those deadly fires. Take a listen. As soon as I got the governor, governor's request, I signed the master, uh, the major disaster declaration that mobilized the whole of government response, which means whatever you need, you're going to get. That's President Biden right there speaking just a few moments ago. More than 100 people dead, still searching for the remains of others. More than one or more than 800, rather, more than 800 people unaccounted for here this evening. Back to you. All right, Mark. Thank you. State lawmakers have a little more than a week to pass their annual budget before the state misses a key Medicaid deadline, impacting hundreds of thousands of North Carolinians. If the lawmakers pass the budget and approve Medicaid expansion by August 31st, people could begin getting Medicaid benefits as early as October 1st, but there's no indication that'll happen. And while politicians bicker about the budget, there are countless uninsured people who are struggling. According to the State Department of Health and Human Services, 14% of nursing home workers are uninsured, 28% of restaurant and hotel workers are uninsured, and 20% of child care workers are uninsured. Earlier today, I spoke with a child care provider in Durham. She tells me about the constant stress she and her employer are under because of their lack of stable health care and why this expansion, while admirable, still won't help everyone. Didi, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, let me just dive right into it. How would you and your employee benefit from Medicaid expansion? Well, I have been doing my own research, reading, looking at the numbers, which definitely don't lie. If a person, I can use my employee as an example, if she makes $30,000 a year, even though they're doing Medicaid expansion, she still won't qualify. She'll be over what they consider. And those are still poverty wages. So I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really shaken about it because not everybody's going to benefit. What does she currently mm -hmm. have? What, what, what does she currently qualify for? She currently qualifies for family planning Medicaid. What does that mean? It means that they'll give you birth control. And that's it? That's it. No preventative care, no, no eye care, no dental care, nothing. All of that has to come out of the pocket. Wow. And how about yourself? I mean, I know that you are in a position where you just barely qualify for Medicaid as it currently stands, but you've really got to watch every penny that's coming into your bank account. 
it is it's, it's deeply frustrating because, like I said, we need access to, to things, especially when you're talking about our mental state. We need to be able to go to the doctor without fail. We don't need to be looking at our income, whether we went one cent over, one cent under. And that's I'm always watching my income, afraid that, you know, maybe I'm going to be one cent. And, I, and they are literally like on that. If you're one cent over, two cents over, you will not qualify. So it is scary not knowing um, if you're going to be able to have, you know, access to the, the proper care that you need. How much time do you spend talking with your employee about the, the concerns that you have over health care, bills, Medicaid, et cetera? Every day. Every day. It is an ongoing, every day, every day. It's, it's an ongoing topic, every day. Every day we're trying to figure out what we can do. Can we make this work? Can we make that work? Well, if you work this many hours, is this gonna, is that going to affect your Medicaid? Well, if you don't work this many hours, well, can we drop this? Can we do that every day? Mm. I know you still have a little bit of math to do. If your employee does qualify for this Medicaid expansion, how much will that change her life and yours? It'll be tremendous because it's going to help me financially because, you know, paying out of pocket for things that, you know, she may need. But not only that, it's going to take some of the stress off of her mentally trying to, you know, not worrying about, am I going to be able to go to the doctor if I have a backache? Or am I going to be able to afford my medications, you know, once I go to the doctor? Am I going to be able to receive adequate care, mm. not inadequate care? Am I going to be bumped to the bottom of the line because not only that, because I receive Medicaid? Are there going to be enough doctors to actually see us. You know, all these things bring stress. Dee Fields, thank you so much for joining us here. Appreciate it. Thank you. So this time tomorrow night, the Secretary of Health and Human Services, Cody Kinsley, will join us here on WRAL to discuss Medicaid expansion and what's at stake. So much at stake. A very important topic, Ashley, as you know. Um, let's take a look at Beaufort right now. Looks very calm and beautiful as, uh, as we join meteorologist Kat Campbell with the, uh, the exact opposite on the radar when we look at the tropics, Kat. You know, luckily Beaufort in good shape right now. I'll say as active as this map looks right now, we don't have any direct threats to North Carolina for the time being. I did want to clear something up because it's about to get a little confusing here. I want to point out Hillary, the H name system here, is the H name on the Eastern Pacific list. So Hillary does not count in terms of our Atlantic hurricane season, instead the Eastern Pacific. That is why tropical depression number nine is likely to become tropical storm. Herald. So we still haven't made it to the H name. I know with all of these storms forming at once, it's starting to get a little confusing. We're here to walk you through it. We're going to keep an eye on nine, which is future Herald and Franklin. Gert and Emily, really not problems out there in the Atlantic. So let's take a look at the tracks for all of these systems here. And you can see why Gert and Emily are not expected to be an issue. Nine moves into South Texas as a tropical storm tomorrow morning. We have Franklin moving over Hispaniola and continuing to move to the north. Once it gets north of Hispaniola, there's really not any strong steering currents. So this one will still monitor as we get a better feel for next week's steering currents. The model plots for Franklin carry to the north, veer a little east, and then try to do a little wobble here. We'll keep an eye on potential Bermuda impacts there as well. But the very active tropical map doesn't even account for this system that's still likely to develop. It's all the way over on the other side of the ocean. It has a 70% chance of developing as it moves into this region. And we do have model plots available for this system. I'll take these all the way out through Sunday evening for you. And you can see the system would still be in the central Atlantic. Here's the U.S. East Coast over here, so we've got a long ways to watch that system in particular. 
Let's take a live look at Lake Gaston tonight. Boy, is it beautiful with the sunset in the distant, a distance, a boater going by. We should have gorgeous sunsets tonight all across the area. One of the reasons why is actually the smoke from the Canadian wildfires getting carried by the ridge all the way from western Canada down into North Carolina. This dusty air, the smoky air, can really help enhance our sunsets. It, at this point, it doesn't look like we'll see any big air quality concerns here locally from this batch of Canadian wildfire smoke. But if the sunset looks really nice, that is why tonight. So check it out. Go outside and I think it'll be worth a view tonight. Looking at our seven day forecast, tomorrow is going to be hot and humid once again. Wednesday looks like a gorgeous day though to be outside. It's going to be less hot, 88, sunny, less humid. Enjoy it while you can. The 90s are back by Thursday, 98 degrees on Friday and just some isolated storm chances for the weekend. Back to school looks great a week from today. Yeah, the kids are going to love that back to school. Cat, <laughs> thanks. A group of very special friends will soon be leaving the North Carolina Zoo. After the break, which animals you'll have to travel to Greenville, South Carolina to see. It's almost time to say goodbye to our Chilean flamingo friends no. at the North Carolina Zoo. I know no. you're so sad I about know. this. Uh, it is, uh, in an announcement today, they say the flock of 15 will be transferred to the Greenville Zoo in South Carolina. This is due to the closure of the aviary there. However, if you are hoping to see them one more time this Saturday, the 26th, the zoo is hosting a farewell from 10. They are beautiful, they right? Sure are. Uh, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the farewell, a variety of Pink snacks will be offered, and everyone is encouraged to wear pink. They should have uh, done like a Barbie collab. I was collab. thinking the same thing. Why not? Exactly. They could have timed it out very well. Go see Barbie afterwards. Go <laughs> ahead. Um, all month, WRL is working with local animal shelters to help those pets find their forever homes. Today's shelter spotlight is Carolina Animal Rescue and Adoption. Meet Care Bear. Look at that cutie. Oh she has been at the shelter, though, for over a year. Care Bear is laid back. She loves affection and walks well on a leash. Here's the thing, she's blind, but the shelter says it does not impact her quality of life. Care Bear would do best in a sitting where she is the only pet. You can find more information about participating shelters and available animals on WRAL.com. Just search shelters. I like Care Bear. Oh, cute. so cute. Hey, American Ninja Warrior finals kick off in 30 minutes right here on WRAL. And I love this show. We got, we got a local guy in this. So there are 73 ninjas remaining in the running for the big million dollar prize, and that includes Brandon Thomas from Apex. So watch the show, root for Brandon, and of of course, we'll see you back here on WREL tonight at 10 o'clock on Fox 50 and 11 right here on Channel 5. Keep watching WREL News over the air Channel 34 and Spectrum Channel 1257. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.